Yo, 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 butt bucks. What is going on, League? So, it's your boy, the Fantasy Assassin, Minesh, alongside my host, my co-host, my co-host, <laughs> the Kamish. Yo, what's, what's up, up, Dan? What's up? How's it going? Good, man, good, man. How about you? Not too bad. You have a, a go week, Minesh? Yeah, man, I had a good week. I had a good week. I uh, had a nice little weekend, relaxing. How about you? Not too bad. Not, yeah, not, yeah, man. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't think anybody wants to hear about a weekend, but we did hear some good feedback uh, about the podcast. I know we had a couple more listeners this week, so we appreciate all the listens. Yeah. We wanted you to know this week's podcast is brought to you by Hall's Defense Cough Drops, number one cough drops in the market. <laughs> go out and get yourself some. Go out and get yourself some Halls. Thank you. Cool your nasal passages. Uh, they oh. must be they, they must be paying you for that one because I didn't see I haven't seen any money. <laughs> oh wait, it 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 didn't get to you. No. No, you see this thing about my my checking in my savings. Uh, oh, okay, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for real. Um, well, we want y'all to know we do uh, have a follow up episode this week. It's the NFC East. Um, last week we obviously did our first division, which was the AFC East, but. To help us out with this episode this week, we do have a very special guest. Well, let me take that back. Maybe not a very special guest, but he is a guest. So, with that, our um, original resident Dallas Cowboys fan, our boy, you know him, you love him, it's Nicholas McFinley! What's going on? High five myself, no friends, come on! (laughs) (laughs) In true McFinley fashion. What's going on, Nick? How you doing, man? Oh, man. Doing great. Well, welcome doing great. back. Welcome back. It's been about a year now since, yeah. uh, since you've been on. So, uh, yeah, it, it's been a while. Uh, last episode that? we did was the Keepers League, and yeah. we had so you're much our, fun uh, with that. You're our first repeat guest, so welcome to being He's, our first repeat guest. Am I the, am the, I the only guest? guest? <laughs> yeah, well, first means only, so yeah. He, uh, we, we gave old... Oh, Tom Tom a, a, a shot, but let's just say he was falling asleep. <laughs> oh, man. Falling asleep true? at the wheel. And true not the first passion. time, FYI. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Well, uh, since we're opening this up, I just want to throw this out there. I am having a baby, so if anybody wants to give out their hey, first or second round picks for a kid, let uh, me know. I already got two of those things. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Manesh, put your wife on. Let's see. Let's see what she says. <laughs> hey, FYI, man, she is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan too. So, well, that a, hey, at least at least somebody over there has brains in the family. Ooh. Yeah, well, obviously, I'm the Browns uh, fan. So, do you think I have brains? You know, I've been Nick, doing this shit for thirty plus years now. Fucking uh, misery. I'm excited for this season, though. I, I hey. can't wait. Me too, man. Me too. Well, with that. Uh, I think we can jump right in. So, Dan, you want to follow up on the end of our last uh, pod? I know we were talking about our, um, yeah, our new so BBIG we, intern. We, well, we, yeah, we hired a new intern, um, you know, to just field questions for us, like via text or voicemail. Um, and it was brought to my attention that uh, Nick McFinley did reach out to the intern. Nick, do you want to tell us how that uh, experience went for you? If you were on Google, you would get zero stars. Oh, my God. That is how bad it was. I sent him a simple text message. It, it wasn't offensive. It was very straightforward. I had questions about the show, and I got crickets back. Oh, yeah, you know what, Dan? We might have to talk to our intern. Um, we'll talk to him. They, he's, you know, he's not, this is not cutting it, you know? No, it's it, not he, how we treat our uh, podcast listeners, you know? We're paying him in a bag of Doritos and a soda a week, and I don't, I don't know what he wants from us. Yeah. What the hell? You either produce or you get cut loose. You know uh, where, where, where I come from? You know what that is, Dan? What is that? That's a soda and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> well, uh, well, I think we should give them one more shot, see how it goes. Uh, and okay. then if it, if it doesn't work out this week, maybe we, um, cut we throw it out there. Yeah, we cut and we throw it out there on Indeed or uh, whatever hiring website. ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter and see what we can. This uh, next segment brought to you by ZipRecruiter. There you go. Uh, let's see what we get. But that's not the only disappointment this week, Manesh. That's not the only disappointment. Damn, we got more? More disappointment because uh, last week we talked about getting together at Dave's Dirty Dungeon. 
and it's been brought to my attention that that's not going to happen. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but I really think we do need to get together and discuss, you know, some rules uh, before the draft takes place. Agreed, um, man. Agreed. It's not um, it's not smart to just kind of take up our time and effort and, you know, attention by <laughs> discussing rules immediately before the draft. No, so I think not. what we come to the conclusion is that we wanted to um, announce the league as well, is that uh, the location is TBD, but we're figuring it out with a league member right now or two. Um, but the date is going to be July 14th, and it'll be in the evening, right around 8 p.m. EST. So um, keep that in mind. Again, July 14th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Very nice. Uh, as you pointed out at the beginning of the show, we did the NFC, or excuse me, the AFC East last week, and this week we're going to dive into the NFC East, and just a quick reminder that we're going to just kind of go over, you know, new additions and uh, maybe some losses from each team, and only really only fantasy-relevant players, we're not talking about the defense or if they added a kicker or anything boring like that. Uh, um, that is fantasy-relevant. I don't know what you're talking about. I guess so. It's unfortunate. I mean... Just don't draft a Bears kicker, and you should be okay. <laughs> hey, Ow. man, I'm telling you, Eddie Pinheiro, watch it. Hey. Name to watch. Name Elliot, to watch. Uh, Elliot Fry, that's the name to watch. Uh, no. Yes. Yes, it no. is. Okay. So anyway, so this, today, NFC East, uh, I, I chose the Eagles. I'll kind of just do a quick breakdown of the Eagles. Uh, Nick is going to do his beloved Cowboys. Minesh is going to tackle the Giants, and we're all kind of just uh, we're all kind of hit the Redskins together. They're tag kind team. of a yeah, we're a tag team. We'll run a train, whatever needs train. to be done. Um, they're kind of a a mess as it is now, so maybe we can maybe we can help fix them. Yeah, maybe nobody else has, so why not just give it to us? Yeah, exactly. So without further ado. First is the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, coming into the off season, they uh, they didn't quite live up to their Super Bowl victory from the year before. Um, Not quite. No, they had some injuries. You know, Wentz can't can't stay healthy. Uh, Foles, he was kind of up and down. Hey man, give the them in a break. So I'm just saying. Towards ACL, what the hell? I mean, he got a back injury now. Now it's his back. I mean, can we talk about the real problem with the Eagles? The real problem with the Eagles is they don't run the ball when they're supposed to, and they don't throw it when they're supposed to. They don't do anything right. They killed themselves. They shot themselves in the foot. It was very hard to watch. You have one of the best, probably one of the best Big Ten running backs that had ever come out of Wisconsin is at Philadelphia, and he was not getting the ball. I'm going to actually kind of touch on that a little bit, Nick. Uh, as we go through these uh, fantasy players real fast. Uh, I figure uh, there's no reason really to spend too much time on their QBs or their tight ends. We It's kind of set in stone. We know Carson Wentz, that's their QB. Uh, as long as he's healthy to start the year, it's going to be him. I know they've got Nate Sudfeld under, uh, as a backup, and um, obviously they lost Nick Foles. He, he left to go down, take his talents down to Florida. So he's out of the picture now, so it's all about Wentz. And he got that big ex- extension, so it's his job to lose. And then with the, the tight ends, you know, it's Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard. But they also signed Richard Rodgers. So, you know, he might unseat Zach Ertz in that starting role. I don't know. Yeah, that's Mr. Rodgers' neighborhood. Why yeah, not? exactly. Um, living in it, you know. That's right. Just real quick, Manesh, I'm just going to ask you real fast. Uh, listen to some other fantasy um, people. What? They, your thoughts are not your own. Uh, no. Uh-huh. They are, that's why I'm asking you your thoughts on this. They yeah. say if Zach Ertz got hurt, Dallas Goddard automatically is their top three or top five tight end in the NFL. As far as, far as fantasy goes. You think so? Uh, yeah. Have you seen the tight ends out there? I'll tell you who your number one tight end is. Not Jason Witten? No. Sure, Michael Finley. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew this heading into this. Yeah. He's got a, he's got at least four decades left. That's true. Yeah. That is true. 
Yeah. Man, I, we're running the show into the ground. I could, uh, I could <laughs> definitely see, I could definitely see him. Yeah, definitely being top five. You know, um, I mean, just because how the Eagles target their tight ends and how Wentz love tight ends, he could definitely fit into that top three scenario. Like you said, the tight end landscape is not the greatest. So, um, just a just a quick question. I was just wondering what your thoughts on it were. Um, moving on to the uh, to the running backs. Oh, actually, hey Dan, before yeah. you do that, um, yeah, well, I just wanted to say I agree with you on the quarterback. We don't need to discuss that. But on the tight end here, um, I think Goddard actually might have some value even as a standalone tight end, I, I, I even with Ertz. So I, I wouldn't just sure. cast him off as a as a huge awesome handicap at the tight end position. He's actually, you know, he scored a lot. They like to play him in the red zone. They like to feed him the ball in the red zone, even with Ertz there. Obviously, a full, healthy season of Alshon now should, you know, cut into that a little bit. But, you know, he's a great tight end, or um, a great red zone target, rather, and they love going to him, so you can't really discount that. So I just wanted to add that. that that's, that's very true. And you're talking about red zone targets. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll just jump into the right receivers real quick because yep. they also drafted a red zone target. Who yeah. Oh, might, yeah, 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 exactly. You know, who might take away some of those looks that Goddard might get designed his way because – I don't know if you've already seen some of the buzz that's uh, going around um, Jaw or JJ Arcego Whiteside. Uh, yeah, man. He's a 6'3. Jaw. Jaw, that's right. 6'3. Same size as Alshon. And uh, there's already reports from OTAs circling around that he's already seems to be in sync as far as the red zone offense goes and making plays um, in that territory. So, as you were saying, Goddard. Obviously, he does get his targets in that area of the field, but some of those might go to Jaw this year. That's uh, true. Can't count on Jaw. He was a uh, wide right receiver. He was drafted in the uh, third round, so they put some draft capital into him. So uh, maybe he, they're looking at him as the Alshon replacement because Alshon's getting a little older. Um, he's always banged up. So so you never know. Um, yeah. But speaking of more wide receivers, they also – Traded and brought home Deshaun Jackson. They brought him home. Um, hold on. My computer. Boom. Yeah, I, I can pick it up for you right there. But yeah, they, you know, they brought it. back Deshaun. They brought back D-Jax, man. Tampa right. didn't want him. Philly did want him. This is what they were missing. Is like a huge speed element. Last year they brought in a Golden Tate, who's a an awesome receiver. I love the guy. I love how he plays, but. He just didn't fit well because they had a whole bunch of possession type of receivers. They had a huge possession type receiver, a couple of big possession type tight ends, and they had a couple of slot guys. But what they were really missing was that speed element, and that's what Deshaun brings. That's you know, for one trick ponies, like that is the best one trick, and he's one of the best one tricks at that one trick. Oh wait, <laughs> so sorry, go ahead, Nick. So I will say this about Deshaun: Deshaun is getting older. He also was there with Fitzmagic, did great with Fitzmagic. But I feel like Deshaun's not going to have a huge impact like he has in the past. Like I said, he's getting up there in age. And I don't think corners, corners over the past couple of years, they've gotten much faster. They're just as fast as receivers are. And, you know, and coverage has become really tight now. Nobody really plays his own defense anymore. It's more man-to-man because the physicality has gotten a lot better, and I don't think the shot can keep up with that. It, it will be interesting because um, when Wentz, if you guys remember his MVP season before he tore his ACL, he was chucking the ball downfield. I mean, big chunk plays after chunk plays to Aguilar to... That's what I'm talking about, man. Mac, Mac Collins or Mac, Mac Collins. Collins. Yeah, yep. him too. So uh, it will be prize. interesting to see if Deshaun Jackson can take over those roles and uh, and uh, be that big play receiver that uh, seems like Chris, that they've been kind of missing, I guess, since Aguilar, he's kind of, he's no, getting Aguilar targeted. Is a straight, he's he, a straight slot receiver. That's why he is. it was perfect that they let Golden Tate go and they held on to Nelson because he fits the role really well. Yeah, Nelson the last two years hasn't had less than 95 targets. So it's going to be interesting to see now with Jaw and with Deshaun to see what kind of see how his role kind of plays out in this offense if Alshon Jeffrey stays healthy all year. That will uh, that will be interesting to see. And 
two more wide receivers that they did sign. See if, see if you remember these names. Greg Ward and Charles Johnson. Wait, Charles Johnson of AAF fame? That's Charles, that's Charles Johnson. That's right. Ding, 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 ding. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And Greg Ward. Greg Ward played for the San Antonio uh, team. Oh, yeah, he did. Right. In the AAF. Uh, they, they were on my fantasy or Greg Ward was on my fantasy team in AAF. So. AAF fantasy team. Okay. That's right. No, no big deal or anything like that. Um, so they also did sign those guys. That, you know, we'll see how that goes. They could just be a couple of bodies for uh, for camp. You know. I mean, hey, they did well. And Charles Johnson, man, Dude, even in yeah. Minnesota, shit, even before that, he had a shot in Cleveland, and obviously Cleveland is Cleveland, so they cut him. Yeah. But uh, Minnesota signed him. They kind of developed him, and, you know, he turned into a formidable force down the end of that one season. I think it was, like, 2016. Yeah. With, but that with guy, man, he's balling yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, he, he was dealing with injuries and whatnot, but tore it up in the AAF this past year. He showed them that, you know, at least he is a an NFL-wide receiver. Yeah. Did uh, did Cleveland look at him and be like, man, he's really good. He fits with our offense really well. We should probably get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then draft four terrible rookie wide receivers. Yeah. That's actually um, exactly it, yeah. And real quick, touch on Alshon. Uh, we talked about him briefly. Uh, so I looked up his ADP. Uh, this isn't on Fantasy Pros, but in Fantasy Pros what they do is they get Yahoo's and ESPN's and they take the average out of the two. Right now, Alshon is going as the wide receiver 29. After Tyler Lockett, Calvin Ridley, and we'll see what happens. But with after Tyreek Hill, yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, aside from Tyreek, I think those names are pretty much. I, I there's no way I would take Tyler Lockett over Alshon Jeffries. There's no way. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But Calvin Ridley, I mean, he's definitely up there for sure. Um, I mean, the last two years, even with Alshon's injuries, he was the wide receiver 26 and the wide receiver 18. Hey, man, so, I'm not saying that I would take those guys ahead of him, but I can definitely understand the rankings of that player amongst those players. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I say. I mean, because, let's put it this way, there are going to be a bunch of people that will think that there's going to be some sort of meteoric rise from Calvin Ridley after his yeah. rookie year where he did impress. He was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who knows, he could take the step up above Mohamed Sinu this year. We're going to get into the talkings later, but, yeah. you know, yeah. there's that case. Yeah. And then... um. I forget who you um, said otherwise, but who was who was uh, the guy? Ty, uh, Tyreek. Ty, well, Tyreek is I don't know. Let's it's a wild card. Man. Exactly. It's a wild card. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, we don't. But for Tyler Lockett, there's you know no more you know a bunch of targets available. We'll discuss it later. But a bunch of targets available, and I mean, well, he broke we'll, out last year. They, he's we'll, obviously a big play guy. So we'll talk, I mean, we'll talk about him in the next. Yeah. Uh, Maybe maybe we could debate him when we do the NFC yeah. West. Uh, like I said, I think I'm with you, but I mean, I see yeah. the reasoning is all I'm saying. I got you. Yeah. Um, so now let's touch on the running backs. As Nick was saying, they do not like to run the ball, right? Um, they brought in Jordan Howard to be a trade from the Bears. Yep. Uh, they drafted Miles Sanders out of Penn State. They did. 53rd. That was the second round, so that's, uh, you know, Spent a lot of draft capital on him. Yeah, I think second running back off the board or something like that. It's gonna be. Uh, he might have been. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. But it's gonna be interesting because Nick was saying they don't like to run the ball, right? So I went back. I looked at the last three years under Doug Peterson and looked at who led the backfield in carries and how many carries they had that year. Okay. Yeah. So last year was Josh Jacobs. He had 120 carries. Okay. Year before that was LeGarrette Blunt at 173. Year before that was Ryan Matthews at 155. So wait, did you say Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. Yes, Josh they Jacobs. Just drafted him. No, you're thinking of the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, Josh Adams, dude. Josh uh, Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I looked at it first, I was like, wait, is that right, Josh Jacobs? Yeah, Josh uh, Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. They wanted him, but the Raiders actually got him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> so. It'll be interesting with Jordan Howard there and Miles Sanders there, and it's obvious they don't like to just feed one guy uh, with those running back carries. The leading was LeGarrette Blount with 173, which, you know, he was fantasy relevant because he scores touchdowns, but... Tons. 
tons of touchdowns. So with Miles Sanders there and uh, Jordan Howard now, it would be interesting to see how they split that. And, I mean, Josh Jacobs is still there, so is um, uh, the receiver, Clement. He's still there. So it's, it's going to be a very uh, murky backfield to try to choose and pick which running back you're going to run with. And I think it's I mean, going to come not You didn't even list them all. Shit. No, there's there's too many of them, man. Yeah. I mean, they still have what's that? What's the other running back's name? Wendell Smallwood. Yeah, Smallwood. Yeah. Still yep. have him too, man. There's, there's so they, many. They're of them. keeping him around. I mean, shit. I think they brought back Darren Sproles. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it'll be interesting. Um, and you honestly can't, can't forget out. Josh Adams, by the way, who led them with the most carries last that's, year. That's right. And Miles Sanders, he's dealing with. Uh, hamstring injury right now, and they said hopefully he'll be ready by training camp, and, and if he's oh, yeah. not, you know, then well, I guess it would be Josh Jacobs and Jordan Howard fighting it out. Um, yeah. So, anyways. Josh yeah. Adams, dude. Josh Adams. <laughs> Josh Adams. That's what Josh, it's Josh Adams. That's what it is. You're yeah. right. My bad, man. I put Josh Jacobs. I, I still think with Corey Clement, I mean, he was in the Big Ten. Everybody knows that's a running conference. And I, he's battle-tested, he's battle-proved, he's a winner, he runs downhill north and south, and you don't find that with running backs anymore. Nobody runs north and south anymore. Frank Gore. Oh, Frank Gore is... <laughs> Frank Gore should have retired 10 how, years ago. How dare you, sir? How dare you? <laughs> you okay. can beep this pod right now. This is, this is your, your second and last time. <laughs> oh. Right. So, sorry, go ahead. As soon as he was let go by San Francisco, he should have retired. He was he was good with the Colts. He was decent with the Dolphins. And Dude, he had a resurgence with the Dolphins. Are you kidding? His work ethic kept him in the game. Exactly. His runability run is that of a little league Careful, football tread. Team. Carefully, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. but I mean, I mean, bringing this back full circle. There are a lot of running backs in that backfield. Corey Clement, yeah, he played in the Big Ten at Wisconsin, but. They obviously just don't trust him. If you remember last year when, uh, was it Jay Ajayi that went down? Yeah, yeah. when Jay Ajayi went, uh, went down for the season, everybody scrambled. I think there were fab bids nearing 50 bucks for Corey Clement. And I was one of the ones that wish I had the money to spend on him. I didn't at the point. And I'm glad I didn't because mm-hmm. after t- one game in, I, yeah, he I was awesome. It. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Corey Clement, top 10 running back, rest of the way. And then second <laughs> game, nothing. But uh, yeah, you know what? Well, he might have been awesome, and he might have a whole bunch of talent, but Philadelphia does not agree with you in terms well, yeah. of their usage, right? Well, and that's the thing is, like I said earlier, Philly should have Philly should have been running running the ball a lot more than they did. They were relying too much on the quarterback, and I think that was pretty much their downfall last season. I mean, you have you have guys like that. I mean, they have. If you look at the strand of backfield they had, I mean, it was. I mean, you should have been running the ball the whole time and just throwing the ball just to bail yourself out. Uh, I think just the number of carries I listed earlier just proves that they don't trust anyone running back or they don't like anyone running back to carry the load in their system and they want to play a bunch of running backs in their system. Uh, so even with the people winning, like me winning Corey Clement last year, yeah, it's all great and everything, but if he's only on the field for – not even, you know, 30, 30% yeah. of the snaps, and, it, it, you know, it's not any good. So, um, so yeah, so that's this quick rundown of the Eagles. Uh, we are going to move on to Nick and his Cowboys. Uh, take it away, Nick. The best of the best. America's team. Oh, God. The Lone Star State. Hey, the so Northern I heard America's Star. team now is uh, the, the Browns, actually. So The Browns? Yeah, man. Okay. I'm just saying, this is what I hear, and um, I'm not saying that I agree with it. I'm not saying that I disagree with it. I'm just telling you what I hear. The people, that like the, the people that like the Browns are the people that bet against the Browns in Vegas. That's the only people that like the Browns. Bet against the Browns? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, they had more um, more, more, uh, more money come in on them this year than I think most other teams, so oh, I beg to differ. I have another but, step for you. Who led the league last year in the NFL for most drop passes? Oh, the Browns. Yeah, Jarvis Landry, most drop passes with 11. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know, man. Bad Trust opinion. me, I watched I watched about 
20 of them, so, yeah, I'm well, I'm well aware. <laughs> it was 11, so I don't know what 20 you are watching. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the Browns in, in, in uh, Oh, yeah. That was it a wasn't game. just Jarvis. Was 20 in one game? Oh, it felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott, they exercised his fifth-year option. He's on pace to make $3.85 million this year. Here's the downside. Ezekiel Elliott looking at possible expansion, suspension this year. That'd Again? Be of, Wait, that'd, what be of, that'd be a bunch of BS if he gets suspended. Again. So apparently he bowed up to a bouncer in Las Vegas. Did you all see the video? Yeah, I watched the video. It's the biggest flop ever. Yes. From it, Ezekiel or the bouncer? The bouncer. The bouncer. It, it looked like Ronaldo out there playing in a World Cup game. <laughs> oh, it was damn. pretty bad. Yeah. Not Neymar bad, but Ronaldo bad? Yeah, it's Ronaldo bad. Wow. So I'm waiting for that to happen. So whenever that gets handed down, uh, which I hope that it won't, but he is looking at that. So if he does go down, we got to rely on the defense. So defense, we got to rely on Randy Gregory. <laughs> oh, wait, he's suspended. Oh, we could just lean on David Erring. Oh, wait, he's suspended too. No, no, he's retired. Yeah. But maybe we should just go to offense and start throwing the ball more. Oh, Rico Gathers. Oh, wait, he's suspended too. It is a – I don't know what is happening in Dallas, but apparently the guys can't stay off the drugs. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, well, yeah, that sums them up pretty well. Yeah, but the upside is uh, Dallas signed to Marcus Lawrence, five-year contract. Uh, they they did extend him. Um, the probably the best news is Robert Quinn. They uh, signed Robert Quinn to a one-year um, contract for a six-round uh, pick. Did uh, didn't he play at Fort Rochester? He did play at Fort Rochester. Uh, uh-oh. uh-oh, local. I hope it works out. Because I don't understand why Miami even let go of him. They probably uh, probably should at least give him another year. Well, you know they're, what they're doing. They're taking yeah, it. So that's taking exactly why they let go of him. So. Yeah. Trying to get that first pick. Yeah. So they can trade Rosen and get a quarterback. Other big moves for the Cowboys were Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott. They're in the final season of their contract. So Prescott, he was making about six hundred and eighty thousand a year on his rookie deal, but word on the street is words that are heard from my boys is he'll probably make somewhere around thirty million dollars a season. He's about to get paid. Hey, he's about to get paid, but he's already told everybody. He told um, Stephen Jones he wants to be a cowboy for life, so that kind of opens the door for them to not even pay him, you know, that much right off the bat because they want to be able to make moves and get somebody else in there, which is exactly One what One of those don't. dudes is getting franchised. That's yeah, that's right. They have to. Added Randall Cobb, Alan Hearns, which, I mean, if you look at the Cowboys' starting receivers, Amari Cooper, Alan Hearns, Randall Cobb, Michael Gallup, like, it, it's looking pretty good. Last uh, last year, Cole Beasley, I was looking it up, he had 90, he was in a 90 target range last year. If Randall Cobb can stay healthy, yeah. playing that slot role, I, I think he could have a decent year. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with Randall Cobb. He's just, he's injury prone. And, I mean, I, you see that more and more nowadays is that people get injury prone, but, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, let's put it this way. Randall Cobb's, I think, still an upgrade over Cole Beasley. Yes. Yes and no. Cole Beasley is the man. Everybody loves a small white receiver now. Yeah, I know. But what about the small black receiver? What's up with that? Well, what are you saying, Nick? It's funny that you say that. <laughs> Guess who Dallas cut and then brought right back? Tavon Austin. Yeah. Tavon Austin. There's your small <laughs> black receiver. All right, Nick? good. I'm just saying. Let's even out the numbers here, okay? But probably the biggest news is, so Scott Liner has been fired. He was Dallas' offensive coordinator for a while. Yeah. He was fired, and they promoted probably the best 
college quarterback that NCAA <laughs> has ever seen. <laughs> the lefty? The lefty. The hefty lefty. He's got a fat face. So, Calamore is now the offensive coordinator for Dallas after they uh, fired Scott Leonard. And Wasn't it Scott Linehan? Or Linehan? Yeah, Liner, Linehan, whatever. Oh, Linehan. Linehan. But what they did do is probably bring in the best quarterback out of the AFC North to be the quarterback coach. He is the best quarterback probably ever to come out of the AFC North. And that's John Kitna. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know why you're all laughing. I love John Kitna. Hey, yes. I was laughing because the best ever is... Yeah. Best uh, ever. I would, I would argue Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> over, I don't know. John Kitna. Ben, Ben's pretty rapey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Ben's pretty rapey. Let's talk about autogram. All right? There we go. Oh, okay, yeah. We all remember when he played. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean even on the start I mean I think just across the board you know as far as fantasy players goes Randall Cobb he's always going to be there somebody's always going to take Randall Cobb Amari Cooper Amari Cooper's probably the best wide receiver decision this year outside of Julio Jones fantasy yes how dare you I I would say damn dude I What's your say, first pick? Uh, I don't have one. ain't going to be there. <laughs> All right, oh, so Amari, right now, Amari Cooper is being taken as a wide receiver 12, which is a wide receiver 1, obviously. Yeah. It's, will he finish? He'll probably finish the year as a wide receiver 1 because Amari Cooper is known for his huge game. Will he consistently be a wide receiver 1? Well, I think with Alan Hearns there, also Tavon Austin and Randall Cobb, it takes a lot of heat off of him. So you're having to spread the defense defense out a little bit more. So I think he's there. Let's see. He, uh, I, I think Mark, Mark, he's got the he's got the uh, the talent. He just I don't know if he just falls he falls asleep during some games and in some games he's just like well the, I mean, that guy. And the best thing about this is you have Zeke in the backfield. Yeah. So if Zeke's in the backfield, guess what everybody's gonna do? Oh, we're gonna stack the box because they're gonna hand it off to Zeke. I mean, if Zeke was the number one rusher. You know, in the NFL last year, why would you not stack the box? But what that does is open up play action a lot, and you also bring Jason Witten back, which, oh, yeah. I mean, even though he may not be remembering plays because he can't remember what he did five minutes ago, but, I mean, it, it opens up so much options. Can we just have a moment of silence? Because he was probably the best play-by-play commentator we've ever heard on Monday Night Football, and it's going uh, to be hard to watch every single week now. So, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know what trade wreck they're going to bring up this this year, you know? It's, it's Booger, man. Booger's the guy up there. Oh, no. As long as he gets rid of that stupid scaffolding thing. <laughs> yeah, he is. That was so bad. The Booger-mobile? <laughs> the Booger-mobile, <laughs> man. It was the worst. So, bring him real quick. Take it back to Zeke. If he gets suspended, they drafted Mike Weber and Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, I think, was the third or fourth round. Mike Weber was in the seventh round. And what I've... Red, I don't know too much about the two players, but from what I've read, Weber is used to being a workload type of running back, but they obviously drafted him later, so they like Pollard more. Do you think it would be a running back by committee? Do you think you think Weber would take it? Do you think Pollard? What do you think? I think Pollard would be your long yardage back, and I think Weber would be your short yardage back. Gotcha. So, Tony Pollard's senior season at Memphis, he had... Well, this is actually going to be crazy. He only had barely, I mean, he didn't even break 700 rushing yards. But where he did get everybody was in the receiving yards. And his senior season, he finished with thirty, almost 3,200, 3,300 all-purpose yards. And a guy like that, I mean, especially if you can swing somebody out like that, yeah. I mean, he's he's shifty. But I mean, I think Pollard's your guy right after Zeke. I don't, I don't see Zeke taking a suspension over this. I don't think the league is going to punish him. But just FYI, I don't like your answer because Matt drafted Pollard in Dynasty and I drafted Weber, so it better be Weber. 
if he gets suspended. I don't know. I'm pretty does sure it. you need to get rid of Mike Weber, dude. Not gonna how, lie. I don't think he's doing anything for you. So. Oh, yeah, I, call uh, everything, everything I've read, is it's going to be a uh, camp competition. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I might as well hold on to him. It's, it's a 25-man roster. I mean, who am I going to drop him for, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm excited for the Cowboys. I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be fun to watch on offense. Um, I mean, even defensively, I mean, we probably have two of the best, youngest linebackers in the NFL between Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderhurst. And Leighton Vanderhurst has turned out to be a monster. Yeah. Good old Boise State for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch and see what, uh, see what they do. Um, so, yeah, it was a great, great breakdown of the, of the Cowboys, Nick. To, uh, yeah, alright. So, since we did the Cowboys, Cowboys are sponsored by Miller Lite. It's a fine Pilsner. It's the best Pilsner. It is a Pilsner for all the men and all the women. Vanessa, are you having a Miller with us? It's Miller. Yeah. Miller break. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Are you, you still sucking on your halls? <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Ah. <laughs> All right, Manesh. Some good Bre- stuff. Break down the Giants. All right, yeah, here we go into the Giants. So, um, you know, we're going to get into the train wreck next, but this may, you know, just be a train wreck unfolding in front of our eyes, like, every single day. <laughs> like, man... Not going to lie, whenever the Giants got David Gettleman, I was oh, like, man, man, these guys are going to be good, man. Gettleman, yeah, you know what? He didn't have a lot of loyalty to the players, but you know what he did is that he made that team awesome after Marty Hardy put them into, like, the worst cap situation by, like, overpaying three running backs and, like, uh, keeping around way too old stars and overpaying them. And Gettleman, you know what? He came in, he cleaned house the right way, but he stacked that roster up pretty well and had them humming. I thought that's what was going to happen in New York, bringing a full circle in. <laughs> I don't believe that's what happened. What I will tell you is that, you know what? The dude's had conviction in what he's believed. Um, I can't tell you that his conviction's right. I'll more than likely argue that he's wrong. But, um... Time will tell. Man. Time yeah, will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell us that we're all right, and he is the one that's wrong. So, um, you know, a breakdown into them. Well, they got Eli Manny back at a at a very very low price of about twenty one million dollars. So yeah, crazy. he's he's gonna play for another three years at least. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's um, pretty much out. So, you know, we can start the discussion right there. So, what do y'all think? I mean, I think Eli he's gonna start off the season. I think the Giants are gonna play pretty poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will tell you is what went under the um, under the radar there. Is that you know in the the season of moves they may have picked up the second best player in um, all their trades and you know obviously we know what, what what's gone but their biggest addition and their best addition might actually be Kevin Zeitler mm. who you know I would argue is you know an amazing guard obviously uh, yeah you know, Pro Bowl and paid hefty but you know he's, he's worth it and then they also brought in um, uh, a vet you know in Mike Remmers. So they're trying to shore up that offensive line. If they can get any better play out of um, some of their last season's off season or last season um, additions in the off season, like the Nate Soldier, who obviously did not really play year. well. Hey, you know what? You know what's nice? They're not playing Eric Flowers this year, so that's always good. <laughs> um, so that's that's definitely multiplication by subtraction there. So um, I wouldn't even say that's addition. That's that's you know that's way more than that. Cause that guy, God, I don't know how he's finding a job yeah. all the time, but. Yeah. That that surprises me more than anything else, but yeah, you know I think the O line is, is going to be a lot better. You know, they got a couple of young guys along the line as well, so I think they will be a lot better along the O line, and uh, they have a pretty good running back. I don't know if you all heard of him. Um, I think his name is Saquon. Saquon. Saquon, yeah. right? Yep, that's it. I beat up yeah, just Saquon so every night last season. Dude, yeah, I know. <laughs> Must be nice. Well, I don't want to think you're not beating off him this season. So. Ooh. Or maybe I am. Ooh. Oh, plot twist. So, yeah, Saquon <laughs> is going to get the rock. He's going to get the rock, man. Uh, I think we all know that. I think we all realize that it doesn't matter who your number two, three running backs are. It's all, all Saquon all day. And okay. the O-line, it can't be worse. So, when he was getting stuff because his O-line couldn't block for him last year, I think of it as 
those 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 well many of those plays that he was forced to take a loss or a zero yard gain are going to be turned into net positive two or three or four yard gains this year, which happens over a handful of times a game. I mean, only bodes well for him. So Saquon, I think as much as it can go up from running back one, the arrow is pointing up, which is freaking scary. We could be in for a historic, historic season, in my humble opinion. I, mean, I know I mean, that I'm not getting I mean, him either, but I, so I'm going to go ahead and come out and say that. I think that we might have an LT-type season out of Saquon this year. Ooh, which is, let, me, wow. let me ask you this, Manish. Do you think the Giants will be, as a scoring offense, Bottom 10, bottom 15, top 10? Well, here's the thing. I think they're going to have to score to keep up in all their games because their defense, yes, it's actually a lot better. Their defense is a lot better, but I don't I don't think it's very good. <laughs> so, so, you know, they're better from awful, which now I think they're bad. So I don't think it's going to keep them in games, um, and I don't think their run defense is all that great. So, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, you know, reason the clock there a little bit and... People move the ball, then, that's for sure. I was listening to Mike Taglier. I don't know if you know who he is, but I was listening to him. He went back for the last seven years and did some running back data. Yeah. Um, no fantasy running back has finished in the top five in uh, fantasy points for the position when their offense was in the bottom ten of scoring. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense. You're running it back makes tons of sense, right? Yeah. So... I guess it's a matter of what do you believe from the Giants. Do you think last year they were the 15th uh, highest scoring offense, I guess you could say, so they're mid-pack. I don't think they're going to be worse this year. Without Odell, you don't think they're going to be worse? Not significantly worse. I don't think they'll be better, but I don't think they'll be significantly worse. I think they'll be kind of right there in that mid-pack, maybe, um, you know, right around the low 20s, uh, late teens. So... You know, it'll be it'll be interesting. Dude, yeah, it's just with Saquon and his growth and the the I think the improved play of the O line, they'll be able to keep games tight, keep games close, and stay in games. Which is why I think the offense will actually be a little bit more efficient than they were last year. It'll be uh it'll be interesting because I don't know, man. I don't know if I see if I see them not in the basement of a scoring offense without Odell, just because I think Odell did take away defensive pressure from. Saquon. I know he got oh, hurt right, at the man. end of the year. Um, but right. I, I just think defenses, man, they know Eli can't throw the ball really far anymore. They're going to hone in on Golden Tate underneath Ingram, and then they're going to come after Saquon. That's just, well, this see, is what I believe. See, listen, listen. now, you brought an interesting point. Let's get let's move over to their, um, their pass catchers now. Okay. Because what they brought in was a, a, um, a, sh- a, slot re- a slot possession receiver in Golden who plays inside-outside. Uh, another guy who plays inside-outside in Sterling, um, Sterling Shepard. Yep. I was about to say Sterling Sharp, but I think he's retired now. He's back! Don't tell Nick! Don't tell Nick, yeah. <laughs> hoarding the... the, hoarding the about to, I am about to have the best uh, tight end lineup in all of fantasy football. Well, no, no, no not, Sh- not Shannon Sharp. Sterling Sharp. Sterling Sharp. Yeah, oh, the wide yeah. Receiver, so. Well, same uh, thing, whatever. Yeah, close enough. Same last name. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, golden possession. Sterling, a more of a possession receiver than than not. He did, you know, he did break loose for some deep balls last year, but uh, more of a possession slot type of player, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think of him? Same thing with an Evan Ingram, who they they can um, split out wide, keep in line, not a much of a blocker, but definitely a passing uh, threat. So what do they have? They have a whole bunch of guys who are gonna turn up the field, or, uh, move up the field, turn quick, get the get, let's get the ball out of Eli's hands. So I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bunch of let's try and dink our dunk, our dunk, dink and dunk our way down the field. We're going to have a strong run game. We know we're going to have a better offensive line just because our offensive line last year was atrocious. And when we do need plays, we have sure-handed players who will catch the ball. That's what we need. We don't need to run. We don't need them to run 15, 20 yards down the field. We just need to. We need. We need them to run a five-yard hook, plan it, have Eli deliver it on time, and he can do that as a professional quarterback. I do think that he is not very good, <laughs> but I think that he can get the ball, you know, five, ten yards on the field. And once he can't, Daniel Jones will come in, and he guess what? At least he's 15 years younger, and his arm's not as old. All right, so I have two questions. Number one, do you know who led the NFC East last year in drop passes? No, but I got a feeling it might be Sterling Shepard. Nope, Gold oh, okay. Tate. 
Golden Tate led okay. the NFC East last year and, and dropped passes. Okay, that's fair. My second question is Eli Manning Daniel Jones' biological father. <laughs> <laughs> that one I'm much more sure of, and I will say yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw them at practice. They both throw interceptions the same, <laughs> and I I understand why New York's upset with Daniel Jones. I mean. I don't Especially understand why New York's upset with Daniel Jones. It's not his fault. Yeah, I understand. Fuck I understand. Up shit, man. That I heard of a Gettleman. Up shit. It's yeah, not be his. upset with Gettleman. Be upset with Shermer all you want. Like, yeah, you know what? He's not great. But guess what he didn't do? He didn't draft himself six. He said, whoa, my name's on that card? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, if you watch that game with Daniel Jones versus Clemson, he looked like a deer in headlights. Okay, did you watch Ryan Finley against Clemson? Did you watch any insert quarterback here against Ryan Clemson? Ryan Finley was probably the most, to me, was probably the most pro-ready quarterback there was. Okay, yeah, well, this is a different discussion. We're not talking about Ryan Finley. But um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, Clemson made a lot of quarterbacks look bad. That's not good at a rabbit hole. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's continue. <laughs> but, yeah, look, Daniel Jones is not going to be great, but he's not going to be worse significantly than Eli will. And Eli won't be great, but... The hope here is with the Giants that he can get the ball to his receivers five, maybe ten yards down the field, serviceably. I and I think that he can. And, you know, there you go. I would hope he could do that. I just, if if they stick to their gun and say, Eli's our starter, and they do what you say as far as five to ten yards, every defense is going to jump it because they're not worried about what's going to go behind them. Right. Eli and can. then you can pump it and just toss it out to Saquon, dude. <laughs> Just throw it as far as you can, and then it drops 15 <laughs> yards. <laughs> that 15 yard ball! <laughs> Remember when Peyton was doing that? God, that oh, was yeah. so miserable. I was like, hey, this is the worst. They got him a Super Bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> it did, yeah. Well, Vaughn right, really did that. But anyways, it. yeah. So I don't think there's much else to talk about on the Giants. Yeah, we, uh, look, we know. Odell is gone. I think that's uh, pretty, pretty important there. But. Yeah. They didn't bring anybody in of note that to replace him, and they're going to struggle. We all know this. It's not going to be a, a phenomenal team, but I think what they're trying to do is maybe use the Cowboys strategy from about four or five years ago when they had DeMarco Murray go absolutely apeshit and run the ball. I don't think their O-line's nearly as good. It's not going to play nearly as well because they don't have nearly that much talent, but that's going to be their that's going to be their what they're going to try to you do. Gettleman, what he does is he start he builds inside and works his way out. That's why he paid a couple guards. Remembers might be playing outside, but that's why he paid a huge paid a huge price for a guard. Um, invested in some young players. He wants to build up the middle, and that's also why he drafted a couple young guys on the D line as well. So he wants to build down the middle and out. That's why yep. he paid K1 short. Kept Star Latoule for a little bit. Drafted him so high. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, proven track record. Yeah. Yeah. How d- how dare you compare Giants offensive line to the Cowboys offensive line? I'm not saying that they're going to be nearly as good. I'm saying this is what they this is what they want to do. I'm not saying this is what they're going to do. The Cowboys have the best offensive line in football for the past what three, four years. Yeah, before last year, absolutely. Yeah. Last yeah. year, no. Yeah, because last year they lost. They had a couple of key losses last yeah. year. Yeah. Well, I mean, Travis Frederick got hurt. I mean, that was like the worst thing that could have happened. But yeah, so they weren't. I don't think they were the best offensive line last year. <laughs> not last year. All right. Anyway, you, you got anything else for the Giants, Manesh? No. In fact, we went too long, anyways. That's fine. Let's 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 <laughs> try to let's try to skim through the Redskins real quick. Uh, I'll jump it off talking about. Uh, I'll talk about the, the running backs real fast. If that's okay with you guys. Um, yeah, go for it. Red the Redskins. They still got Darius guys coming off the ACL injury, which is very very interesting. Um, seeing as he may or may not be my keeper. We'll see how he progresses as training camp comes because you would think, oh, we got Darius Geis, we're good to go. But no, they said, hey, Adrian Peterson, come on back. Hey, why don't you come back? We're going to sign you to a two-year deal because you play so well and you're so old and we're not sure about Geis. And then they also went out in the fourth round and drafted um, the kid out of Stanford, uh, Bryce Love, who also has his own ACL injury he's dealing with. Um, So I don't really see him as a threat this year, but... Kind of makes me worry a little bit about guys. You know, if they were confident in him, I don't see them bringing in more running backs to compete or to take off the workload and not make him the workhorse that everybody expected him to be. 
And then obviously you still have Chris Thompson there to be their third down receiving back. Um, what are your thoughts? What do you think about guys? Should, should people drafting guys be worried? No. I think that he's going to be a bona fide stud, man. Um, I was sad when I had to trade him because I dropped him. And I was super excited to keep him, but I couldn't hold on to him any longer, and I had to give him up. But with that said, yeah, you can't ignore the fact that he's going to have competition. I don't think they're trying to give Adrian Peterson 15-some-odd carries a week. But guess what Darius Geis also had in college? He had a history of injuries. Not a history of long, you know, long-lasting injuries, but, you know, enough to where, hey, guess what? He's coming off a torn ACL. He's coming off some, you know, rando injuries at LSU. Let's just make sure that we have a good insurance policy behind him. And that's what they got in Bryce Love at a really good price point because he, too, like you said, tore his ACL. So they got him late last year. Bryce Love coming out was a borderline second-round draft pick. And they got him at a much lower rate this year. So I think they were just looking at it as a value add in terms of bringing in Bryce Love as well as an AP. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say real quick, yeah. Uh, guys, um, I, where I would get him as a keeper, yes, I think great. But right now he's going, I think, like running back. I think he's going in the top 24 drafted running backs right now. And that's, that would be a little nerve-wracking if I was drafting him at that price point. He's one of those guys, man. Boom or bust. That's yep. it. I... Yeah, so, I mean, the wide receivers, we know what they lost, right? Um... So they're not bringing back our boy Jamison Crowder, who has now uh, gotten overpaid by the Jets, like many other players. Yeah. Uh, what they do have is a bunch of kind of either overhyped or underperforming or unproven guys. And so what this wide receiver core is going to look like, I don't even think they know. Nope. And that's pretty sad. They got a, they, I mean, they drafted a, um, a guy that didn't produce at Ohio State in Terry McLaurin, but who's lightning fast, who's presumably going to fill the role of Deshaun Jackson of a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, they got a guy to replace Jamison Crowder in, insert small white receiver name here, in Trey Quinn, who a lot of people <laughs> do like, but that's what he is. He's a small slot receiver. He's going to be in the mold of a Cole Beasley. I don't think he's going to be in the mold of a Julian Edelman, not at the gates. And so what can you honestly expect out of a like significantly terrible Josh Doxson who has not hit any of his projections, uh, any of his hype, got a college, out of CCU. He's been awful, man. Prediction, is he going to be, be drafted in our league? Josh Doxson? Yes. Probably because I'm going to fucking succumb to pressure. You're going to draft him? Don't do it, Manesh. Last year, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. I'll go out, I'll go out on a limb and say Josh, Josh Doxson, number one. Terry McLaurin is number two. I'd rather have Paul Richardson over Josh See, now, I'll, that I'll, I'll say Terry, Terry McLaughlin. Terry, Terry McLaughlin. Q-U <laughs> is, is the dog. The dog. Yeah. yeah. In the arms of an angel. So I'll, Isn't I will that say. Sarah McLaughlin? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> but yes, um, no, 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 good point, good point. So that's the one guy I think can actually make an impact. Now, the one thing he's missing is a big-armed quarterback unless Dwayne Haskins is the starter. He's got to, man. Uh, so why Dwayne Case? Haskins? Why you have Case Keenum, which... Oh, because if it's Case, I don't think he can get the ball to Paul Richardson, who runs a burning 4-3-6. I mean, that dude is a burner. And guess what? He was freaking about... He had a couple of good games, and mm-hmm. he, I think you, he could potentially be a breakout star. And oh, if yeah. he does, along with McLa- McLaurin, not McLaughlin... I mean, they might have some of the fastest receivers in the league, if nothing else. So maybe they have some speed to kill. Well, first yeah, they of all, they got Montez Sweat on the D, D side. So hey, maybe yeah. they bring some speed onto the offense. I'm I'm glad you brought up Montez Sweat. I mean, that is like, that's probably the best thing that's happened to them between Sweat and Kerrigan. That's probably the best thing that's happened to that defense in a long time. Yeah, they need to bring Sweat over to the offense to inject some fuel because they're god awful. And Jordan Reed, man, like it's. Yeah, I don't know, man. Prediction, is that, is that James Keeper again this year? Uh, No, I think he's not going to keep him. Uh-uh. And um, you know what I'll say? I'll go on a limb here. The Giants will finish statistically higher in offense than the Redskins. I don't think it's a, a too huge thing, but I think oh, there's going to be agree. some distance between them. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. So I this think is what I'm saying. I think Redskins are bottom, bottom four 
in the league on offense. And I think, you know, the Giants will be, like I said, low low teens, high 20s, or low 20s, whichever one you want to say. I think the Giants finish the season 6-10, and 10, and I think the Redskins finish worse than that. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. All right, let's, uh, let's get off that Redskins, because it's, it's depressing, man. It's yeah. really depressing. They didn't really do anything that makes us all real happy. Nah, I mean I do like goes. I do like uh, Dwayne Haskins, but I don't know. Who knows, man? Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean it'd be it'd be interesting to see. Well, what's uh, nice for him though is he does have some familiarity with Terry McLaurin. He didn't throw yeah. him the ball a lot because he had other weapons that he liked more, but yeah. he has he has a familiar face. So <laughs> let's see what that does. Well, that will uh, wrap up the NFC East. Uh, so yes, I thought we would play a little game this time called Who Am I? Um, everybody at home listening, y'all can play along with us. The way it's going to work is I have three players. I'll go one by one. I'll read a stat, see if Manesh or Nick can guess who they are, and either they do and we'll move on to the next player, or they don't, and I'll have to reveal who it is. Oh, you guys ready? Ready. All right. Who am I? Last year, I caught 43 passes on 66 targets. You have any guesses? Kyla Lockett. I don't know. Nope. Nick? Dude, that is so random. You said 43 passes on 66 targets? It's going to get easier as I go at the point. I'll say... Hey. Calvin Ridley. Nope. I finished as a wide receiver 24. Alshon Jeffrey. Nope. Brandon Cooks. Nope. What? Brandon Cooks. Get out of here. Right. I had... Oh, hold on. Let's get one more chance. But you get one more chance on a read next bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Cooper Cup. I had 11 total touchdowns last year. So think about it. 43 catches, but I had 11 touchdowns. Juju. Now that's a terrible... Terrible. Oh, oh, oh. You got it. You got it. Okay, okay. It's a running back. That's why. Okay, 43 targets, 66 catch. Or, opposite. It's not a running back. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. And and up there, AFC. The AFC. AFC. Man. Oh, I'm like, I got it. I got it. Yeah, Are y'all with the next one? Yep. This, this might give it away. Might not. I don't know. And if this doesn't give it away, I'll give one more clue that will give it away. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right now, my ADP, I'm going as the number 23 wide receiver. How would that give it away? Uh, you act like we look at the rankings every day. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should look at the rankings. All right. Fine. Last what if one. I make my own? Last one. I went to Clemson. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on. Let's go ahead and at least give a guess. Nick, what you got? Oh, if he went to Clemson, it's, <laughs> it's uh, DeAndre Hopkins. It would okay, be. he said 43 catches, dude. Oh, Will Fuller. Oh. Okay. What? Did Will Fuller go Will to Clemson? Will Fuller didn't even go to Clemson. Oh, you said Clemson? I didn't hear that part. Uh, yeah, he went to Clemson. Oh, he went Martavis to Clemson. Martavis Bryant. <laughs> no. <laughs> 11 touchdowns, 43 catches. Jeez. He went to Clemson. He went to Clemson. Oh, man, this is going to kill Oh, me, Adam Humphreys. No. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think this is going to be this hard. <laughs> Maybe it's because I know the answer. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sammy Watkins? No. No. Y'all are, like, y'all are just blanking on this one guy. Oh, my God. He was the first round pick two years ago. Mike Williams. There it is. Oh, yeah. There he okay. is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought totally the, blanked on well, that shows, shows right. you how good he's done. I thought the eleven touchdowns was going to give it away on the the only forty three catches. I thought that was. Oh, gonna, he's a running back. I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Humphreys. I hope. <laughs> I'm going to say our two listeners got it on the first uh, clue because I think they're smarter. <laughs> I think they're smarter too. <laughs> All right. Hey, when you put somebody on the spot, though. Oh, no, I know. It's probably easy for me because I, I wrote it up, so I know who it is. <laughs> uh, all right, next player, all right? 43 catches, wow. Isn't that crazy? 11 touchdowns. 10 of them were receiving, one was rushing, but 11 touchdowns on 43 
Yeah, I remember that crazy ass yeah. touchdown. Alright, alright, you ready? Who am I? I was third in the league last year in pass attempts. So he's not a running back man. <laughs> oh. Russell Wilson. Not Russell Wilson. No, dude. Oh, no, the, the Seahawks ran it like the most in the NFL. Yeah, well, I'll say uh, since their running Matthew game was trash. Matthew Stafford. Not Matthew Stafford. All right. Last year, I finished third in the NFL with passing touchdowns and third in passing yards. Matt Ryan. Bam! Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Manesh got it. Nice. He also was the QB2 last year. Uh, uh, and speaking yep. of your boy Russell Wilson, he is being drafted behind Russell Wilson right now, which is ridiculous. Why would you not take Russell? Because he only threw the ball. He threw the ball the 21st most times last year. 21st least times. However you want to say it. If we got six points for passing touchdowns. Oh. <laughs> All right. Last one, okay? Y'all ready? All right. This one, I don't know. It's easy to me. All right. Last year, I finished as the RB8, so I was the RB1. But I only had 425 rushing yards. Devontae Freeman. No. What <laughs> 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 so, you got, Manesh? I can't uh, remember not, last season. How about this? Not Devontae Freeman. Okay. okay hang on. Uh, let's see. Rushing, or running back, eight. Don't be looking at that. No, no, no. No, he's, he's, he's Googling hold on, hold on. right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He has running two laptops. I was running back eight, and I only had 425 rushing yards. How about this? How about uh, Austin Eckler? No. Oh. All right. Next next clue. I was second in the league in running back targets, and I finished third with running back receptions. Coleman. Dude, what are you doing? RB8. Yeah, Coleman. Second. No. no. I don't. I, Kevin Coleman? Yes, I don't. I, so I why didn't you trade for him? Last year was. I would have handled him. Why didn't I? Because I, I had Saquon Barkley and Christian McCaffrey and Todd Gurley. That's why I didn't trade for him. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. sorry. You sold your soul. Who's, who's this running back? Wait, sorry. What was the stats again? He said. Right. Could not he, get over Chris's or Nick's response. I don't was, remember last season. He was second in the league in targets for a running back, and he yeah. finished third in receptions uh, in, for a running back. Four hundred and twenty-five rushing yards. Yeah. Damn, that's not a lot at all. Oh, so, I, I got it. I got it. I know who it is. Hold on. You already guessed, but wait, I know next, wait for the next clue, Nick. All right, hang on. Oh, I shit, know. Now well, I, I know who it is. Let Manesh. Let Manesh get it. Nick should know. Who it is. I know who it is for sure. If you don't get it, I got it. But you gotta wait till next clip. You gotta read one more clip. Hang right. on, hang on, hang on. Eight. Right. You got five more seconds. Hang on, four twenty-five no. yeah. rushing. Yeah. Second in target. He, third in reception. He was very consistent last year. You got five. Before I move to the next clue, Manish, you got five, four. Damn it, Alvin Kamara. No, no, wrong. Yeah, I know. All right. We'll let Nick guess first after this next clue because he says he has it, okay? So the next clue is he had a career high with five rushing touchdowns last year. Ding, ding, ding. Who you got, Nick? James White. Boom, there it is, James yeah, White. Yeah, I do. Uh, as soon as he came back with the, with the rushing yards versus catches, I knew who it was. James White. Here's, so he finished as an RB8 last year. Right now he's being drafted as the 29th running back. Mm. Did we tie? We tied. Yeah, one one and All one. All right, we gotta have a tiebreaker. It's like we're playing soccer. All right. Um, okay, you want a tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. Oh man, I, I have one written up, and then I deleted them because because I did. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. We well, can give it to the guest. So I should have beat him. So let's give it to him. Are you sure? I got. Yeah, no, I, got I want a, I want a tiebreaker. You want a tiebreaker? I got one more. Um, all right. Last year I played with a uh, a rookie quarterback. <laughs> That's a good clue, right? Nick Chubb. <laughs> well, I'm I sure I played my receiver as, with a rookie quarterback. Jarvis Landry. No. I mean, I was thinking Browns all the way, too. Nope. Uh, Robbie Anderson. But boom, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had other stats, but uh, I erased them all. Don't need them. <laughs> that might have... I was thinking Baker Mayfield all the way, so it's got to be either Jarvis Landry... Jarvis Landry. He was pretty tough. Well, I think our, our listeners probably went three for three on 
on those who am I's, if I, if I had to guess. If I had to guess, I'd agree. Yeah, they're, they're smart listeners. They listen to us. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Manesh, you want to close it out? No, 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 you got this one, you got this one. All right. I want you to uh, um, follow up with this whole... Uh, all right. Well, first, let's thank our, our guest, uh, Nick McFinley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think our, our, our um, esteemed guest. Thanks, Nick, for coming on, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Man. Thanks we, for having uh, As we said earlier, uh, we're going to give our intern one more shot. So please, yeah. please, please, you, you can text them, you can call them, whatever you need to do. Get your questions in. We want to answer some questions live on air. Hey, intern. Last shot. Last shot. Okay. Five. No more Doritos for you. Um, the number to call or text is 843-754-9308. Say what? 843-754-9308. One more time for those in the back. 843-754-9308. Hope you, uh, Please, intern. Yes. Please make sure you read and respond to all of our requests. beautiful guest <laughs> requests or our listeners' requests. Please, I'm, I'm texting him right now. Thank you. Uh, hope uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. Next week, Nash, you want to hit your beloved ASC North? I guess we shall. I wonder who we're going to talk about. We're definitely not going to talk about the NFC West. How dare you? <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll catch you all next week. Take it easy. Take it easy, fellas. Later. We draft some dudes named Brady. Dudes hit on us, it's crazy. Drinks all around, please save me. In fantasy, we're fucked. Tiny dicks that we talk. You're in luck with box.